The following is my conversation with Brian Johnson, a bibliopagist at the University of California, Santa Cruz. We discuss the Pericles manuscript decoration typically found in medieval religious manuscripts. In this episode, Brian shares his insights on this topic and offers some great advice for anyone who wants to learn more about Pericles. Thanks for listening. This episode is made possible by Liberalization Trinomials. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, please head on over to Liberalization Trinomials and check out their awesome services. Thank you for your support. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. This is Lexman. Hi. Hi. So, Brian, what do you think are the benefits of studying Periclines? Well, for me, I think it's a really interesting way to look at literature in the digital world. In particular, Periclines can be a really visual way of discussing ideas that might be difficult to grasp verbally. So I think it can be really helpful for people who want to learn more about medieval religious texts or medieval theology in general. That makes sense. What advice would you give to someone who wants to learn more about Periclines? The advice I would give is to start by looking at some of the examples that are available online. There's a lot of good information out there, and it won't take too long to get started. And importantly, don't be afraid to ask questions if you don't understand something. There are plenty of fellow bibliopagists who are happy to help out. Oh, do you have any advice for people who want to create their own Periclines manuscript decoration? Yes, actually, that's a really interesting question. I think it can be really fun to try out different techniques and see what looks best on a particular manuscript. But again, always be sure to consult with an expert if you're not sure how to go about doing something like that. There are a lot of details that need to be taken into account, and failure to do so could result in a pretty undesirable manuscript design. What inspired you to specialize in Periclines? Honestly, I don't really have a specific answer for that. It kind of just sort of happened over time, I guess. I started out studying medieval literature and scripture, but I soon became intrigued by the role that technology played in those texts, and then it kind of just snowballed from there. That makes sense. What do you think are the benefits of studying Periclines? I think they can be really helpful for people who want to learn more about the relationship between literature and the digital world. In particular, Periclines can be a really visual way of discussing ideas that might be difficult to grasp verbally. So I think they can be really helpful for people who want to learn more about medieval religious texts or medieval theology in general. Excellent advice. And what would you give to someone who wants to create their own Periclines manuscript decoration? Well, once again, it depends on the particular situation. But generally speaking, I'd say start by looking at some of the examples that are available online. There's a lot of good information out there, and it won't take too long to get started. And importantly, don't be afraid to ask questions if you don't understand something. There are plenty of fellow bibliopagists who are happy to help out. So, Brian, what do you think are the benefits of studying Periclines? I think it can be really helpful for people who want to learn more about the relationship between literature and the digital world. In particular, Periclines can be a really visual way of discussing ideas that might be difficult to grasp verbally. So I think they can be really helpful for people who want to learn more about medieval religious texts or medieval theology in general. Excellent advice. And what would you give to someone who wants to create their own Periclines manuscript decoration? Well, once again, it depends on the particular situation. But generally speaking, I'd say start by looking at some of the examples that are available online. There's a lot of good information out there, and it won't take too long to get started. And importantly, don't be afraid to ask questions if you don't understand something. There are plenty of fellow bibliopagists who are happy to help out. Thanks for talking with me, Brian. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at lexman at lexman.net or tweet me at lexman.net or tweet me at lexman. And until next time, I'll see you on the flip side. 
I'll leave it to Brian to read a poem for us. It's called The Love Letter. The Love Letter is a thing of magic. It can make the heart weep, or it can make it sing. It can make you happy, or it can make you sad. But most of all, it's a reminder that we're alive and that we're connected no matter where we are.